What's cracking? It's your homie, Lil Mystery. You are now listening to the Emo Brown Podcast, the downest fool in Chula Vista since AC Slater, homie. You're listening to Magrito Podcast Network, celebrating the culture of Chicanos and Latinos one story and voice at a time. Connect on social, on Instagram and Facebook at Magrito. Find all the Magrito Podcast Network shows over at Magrito.net. Welcome back to another episode of Emo Brown, the podcast brought to you by the wonderful, excellent people at the Grasshopper, bringing you 15% off on all your purchases when you bring your Emo Brown social club card for your cannabis, recreational, medical, medicinal needs. Drop the card, get your discount. It's Friday. They've got specials. Pay them a visit. GHBuds.com. Stay at home. Make them pay you a visit. It doesn't matter. We've got the head honcho today. El jefe, el patron, the president, the CEO, all the things. Ricardo Campos, San Diego loyal. What is up, my friend? What is going on? How are you, my man? How are you? It's Friday. It is Friday. It's Friday. There's a plethora. I showed up to the studio. There were zero beers. Now there is a plethora of beers. All of the beers are here. And Ricardo they're all, they're Campos. All amazing. Tell me a little bit about yourself. I'm excited that you're here, first off. I've Thank met you. you a handful of times. Yes, we have. You've come very, very highly recommended by everybody I've ever met all that eyes. knows you. All, all eyes? Oh, well, that's what we're here for. Eyes. We're going to dissect on one, one strand at a time. <laughs> uh, thank you. Thank you for having me. It is beautiful Friday, as usual in San Diego. It's amazing. Um, we have, uh, you know, I'm not trying to plug the game. But I'm very excited for this week. Go ahead. We're playing San Antonio tomorrow. Number one in the conference. You want to be the best? Team to beat. You got to beat the best. 100%. 100%. And, did- and they fucking beat us, eliminated us last year. There's that a little was- bit of ill will. There's a little bit of a 100%. bad taste in that mouth. There's a lot. There's a lot of that. Orange There's County who? I feel like we've moved on from that. It's not even a real place. No no longer. <laughs> Ricardo Campos, you are all things football. You are all things soccer here in, in San Diego, man. There is no other option for professional outdoor soccer when it comes to it. I see loyal. I see opportunity. I see community. And then I see you sitting on top on the perch overlooking everything. Tell me a little bit about how you got started in soccer. Where are you from? What is your background? I want to know it all, man. <laughs> Ooh, how many hours you got? Um, as long as it takes, bro. So first we'll start with definitely not on top, but right in the middle of it. Um, I like to think that what we're trying to build is is being intertwined in the community, intertwined in our in our team with, you know, intertwining our players with our staff, intertwining our staff and our players with our community, representing it and being part of it. Um, How's that looking right now? Look, I, you know, I'm, we're blessed. Hmm. Three years started 2020. Three fucking years. Three years. Three years season, young. Season three. Three years young. My son is four. He's older like, than the franchise older, history. Right, exactly. Right. <laughs> like so. But we've done so much, and we've survived a crazy pandemic. Right. First year, one game, and then pandemic, crazy. Survived it. Then had a weird year last year with social distancing and all that. But we've stuck to our guns on building, planting little seeds in the community, building relationships. We can go into whole depth of that of like what is what is the community here, yes. how to build it, how to build those relationships. But we're trying to build, trying to build from the ground up, trying to find connections with different people, different ways. Everybody's different. We connect in different ways, right? Like we connected 
through beer, through mutual friends, beer places, you know, different, you know, even though, you know, I won't hold it against you. You're a menu fan. That's okay. Till I die. Other connections, right? That's okay. Uh, No, but I'm sorry, Arsenal fan. Yeah, right. Like, you know, we can hold that against me too. Uh, As long as you're not Argentinian, we're good. Um, Damn. Being Brazilian yourself. Oh my God. No, but I have a few Argentinian fans. They've, they're American citizens. Um, <laughs> no, so just, you know, it, it's it's been an incredible three years. We're very lucky to be where we are, where this community has definitely delivered in what we thought it would from a support for what we're trying to do. I mean, you saw, I don't, you know, Orange County, we went to play in Orange County. We took over Orange yeah. County, right? Like, yeah. it was amazing. Took over on and off the field. So, like, it's, it's we're far from done. We're going to keep doing it. And it's, it's a funny you know, thing when a, when a, a local uh, uh, a club starts winning. Mm-hmm. Winning cures all ales. You know, it, it doesn't really matter how much uh, star power is behind the club name, how many, what players are on this squad, what you guys are doing. I feel like the first step that takes is winning. And when you start winning, people start paying. Look at, look at the Padres. The no, Padres amazing. have been there for a long amazing. time. And, and, and we were a stadium where people would come from other teams and they would take over. Right. That's not happening anymore. Nothing more painful than that. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh, get him. Get him. <laughs> but that, that no longer happens here. You know, I go to yeah. all the Padre matches and I'm, 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 I always say matches and it's like, what? It's, it's a game. Right. I get it. That's the football in me. But I go to all the Padre games and it's like, now it's, Salt, it's not the same, man. Salt it's not the gold. same. The loyal. I've been to two matches. Okay. I went to the How one where it? I took, I took the, I was been excellent. It was an excellent okay. time. It's, it's take, it took me too long. But I mean, like you said, there has been uh, some circumstances that have prevented us from going out and enjoying ourselves outdoors in a stadium, pandemic, and then the social distancing and everything else that comes with it. But now that I went, I took the staff. I took our three punk staff out there for a nice little outing. We went. We went in the little all-inclusive area where we were drinking and eating, eating having a good time. And then we're like, wait a second. Look at that section over there. That <laughs> yes. section over there, they're not stopping. Everyone's yeah. standing up. They're banging the drum. There's they're smoke the bombs. Time. They're having a blast. Mm-hmm. What's going on? over? We migrated over there. And then we ran into a bunch of people that we knew. Huh. So I was like, you know what? They're like, hey, bro, come on down. Play the drums. Dance. Sing. That section is 109. Fun. And that section is the supporter group section. Yes, sir. To me, that section heartbeat is the heartbeat of what the loyal. 100%. I feel if you remove that, the players are like, oh, what's going on? I don't know, they, these guys have rhythm and they're moving on the pitch because I feel like the crowd plays a large part of it. Huge. So I'll talk a little bit on that, right? Supporters. So went to school here in San Diego, left, worked for MLS, for Red Bull for almost a uh, total, probably nine, 10 years. Came back, believe in this market, went through different iterations. It wasn't, it was not a, a glorious story but got to meet a lot of the people who now are leaders in the supporters group. But we go way back. We go back four or five years of trying to build something here that they could be proud of. And kudos to them. They've built an inclusive group that is trending in the right direction of bringing people together and celebrate and make the game a party. But what I think differentiates us and our game day experience from most other teams is the education level on the game that creates the experience. Most teams, and I'm talking about first division teams, you can go to, and it's a very quiet experience. It's a very premium experience mm-hmm, of, of, you know, like, 
oh, we're just going to cheer and clap when somebody does a trick. Like, mm. yay. Look at like, that step over. Right, oh, wow. Exactly. The step over <laughs> and then I'm going to sit back down and enjoy my popcorn. Like, no. Our, our experience, people notice the little details. Look, we got, and I hate to say this, we got crushed by LA a couple games we did. I didn't know you were going to bring call, that up, bro. I didn't know call. you were going to bring that up. I know. Up, it's okay. We can talk about the good and the bad <laughs> moments. We also the crushed, and the crushed Orange, Orange County, crushed a bunch of other teams. But we, we, we had a bad one against LA, but probably one of my proudest games. On the field, our boys played 90 fucking plus. Out there, goalkeeper playing center back, trying to play out, trying to play the game. Doesn't matter the score. The fans cheering until 90 plus the supporters killing it the whole time that to me was weirdly enough one of the proudest games that i have checked all the boxes Five for zero, you yeah but we're still 90 plus celebrating what we're trying to do and what we're trying to build goes back to that you know trying to build in the community plant the seeds because it will grow over time that to me was a moment even though it was a loss normally people think like oh you think about the big wins that to me was a win. Soccer is, is one of those uh, sports, uh, football, when um, supporter groups are an intricate part mm -hmm. of everything that is involved with a match. Yes. You know, because there are a lot of lulls in a match. If you're just there watching and just kind of sitting back at home, yeah. it's not as entertaining as being at the actual facility, at, on right, right there on the pitch. You're chanting your team. My biggest experience, I've been to a few big games in my life as it relates to sports. One of them, my top one, second to none, is going to be uh, Old Trafford United against Liverpool. We ended up winning that one two to one. The one that we gave up was uh, 2018. You know, so two goals by Rashford. Fresh, fresh face Rashford. He just came out. He put two in the back of the net. And then I believe Baye put an own goal on. And that was the only game. That was it. So it was two to one. But the whole experience is what I take back. Like right. I, I remember right. the score. I remember the exact play. I remember pretty much everything about the match because I was there. But nothing will top the experience of walking into the stadium, walking to my seats, walk, leaving the stadiums, being there, cheering, chanting. I'm from fucking Chula Vista. And all of a sudden, I'm in Manchester. And I'm doing <laughs> all of the chants. We're doing all of the songs. Right. We're doing it all. What was what? What's your moment? Soccer. What's your moment? When did you go? This is my thing. And you might have not realized it then, but you realize now. Now, That yeah, was my moment. That was it. You know, I've right. been down even closer here. That's Darren. Darren's been down a couple matches. I've seen Darren and his boy down there at Cholos at, at, at Caliente Stadium. You know, we've run down there. There's quality football being played across the border. As you know, and, and you get guys. for the experience, the food, the ambiance, their their whole supporter, the supporter group. Uh, fuck, I, I forget the name. Masacre. Right? El Masacre, bro. That shit looks deadly. Good guys. Good guys. That shit looks deadly. But they're good people. I would not take my we've, kids we've, in that shit, bro. It's a dang, it looks we dangerous. Approach a little bit different. <laughs> we approach a little bit different, but dangerous in a guys. good way. They're good Hell guys. Yeah. They're good guys. We've had them over. They behaved. They were amazing. It's they dangerous it. in a good they way. It, which I loved Hell it. Hell yeah. Uh, they challenged our supporters, and it was a great fucking game. I look forward. We look forward to doing that every year. Matches down there are awesome, and that yes. team has not been fucking good for the last few seasons. They, you know, they they've been they on a little bit. Of, you know, they they, they they got that star, and I almost feel like <laughs> it's just been been on the decline. You got part of the game. Try to start over. Now, now we have the loyal bro. As much as I love the soccer's and have been going to soccer matches since I was little and had the opportunity to be on the pitch and score epic goals. That's right, Caesar. Que golazo, Steve Garcia. Halftime show? Halftime, Halftime. Yeah. Halftime. I've, I've been invited. And what happened? Next year. Yeah, Next year, yeah. You're going to go? Cool. wasn't cool enough before. Oh, you've been cool now, since day now, one, now, now I've been invited. I wonder what that's about. The soccers provide that as well. Mm -hmm. 
but it pales to do. an outdoor match. It's something different about the ambiance, yes. about being outdoors. It's different. It's You it's can different. be as loud as you want. You can just get wild. And the supporter group, you almost feel like you are that player on the sideline. You know, you're just 12th, like, 12th hey, man. you're the 12th Woman. man in the stands just kind of hanging out, yelling. And you're like, they can hear me. They're feeding off of the energy that we're creating out here, man. And, and if you look at, I'm just using this example because it's recent. Sorry, Orange County, I'm picking on you tonight. But... 12th man on the field there. I mean, we don't undeniably game, right? Like undeniable. Players, undeniable. Talk, players talked about it. If you listen to our post-game interviews, Evan Conway talks about how one of the Orange County players said, Uh-oh. your fans are showing us off tonight in our home. That's not a good thing. Right? Well, it depends who you're looking <laughs> yeah, at. If right? I'm in Orange it's County, your hey, look at, are, if but, I'm yeah. the Ricardo Campos of Orange County's club and my player says that, I'm be like, hey, man, shut up. Don't say that, dog. You don't want to yeah. say that, bro. No, it could but, be true, but keep that shit to but, yourself. But but it's 100% true. And like that's why you know I can go into like what our grow loyalty is kind of our motto is internally for the team of like developing relationships and building that relationship. Growing loyalty with our fans, with our supporters, is is our main goal. Is growing loyalty with our with our fans, with our players, and this is those are the moments, right? Again, going back to that five nil, that's a moment where we grew loyalty within ourselves, believing in ourselves that no matter fucking what, you need those. We're gonna keep yeah. going, and we're gonna keep going at you, and we're gonna we're not gonna stop. And look, that's we've had huge wins, and you know, Tampa Bay away three two, Phoenix away three two. That was a big one. Orange County away three two. Those those are big wins. Those are big matches. Those are big wins. Yeah. And look, we've we've dropped points. I'm not not clueless to that part of it, but a big part of it is what we do at home and what the fans do and how they are the twelfth man woman. Absolutely, it's a huge influence. There, there's where no did way all this come it. from, Ricardo? You, you are originally from Brazil. Brazil. I uh, born Brazilian, 1982, almost 40. Get it. 40 years of. Passion for sports. So 1994. Ooh, what a World Cup! That was Cup. a huge. Yes, but I lived in in Uruguay. Born Brazilian, left Brazil in 1992, 1994. Woke up. I was in uh, Uruguay. Uh, I was a huge F1 fan. Well, Brazil was. We had a driver yeah. named Ayrton Senna, mm-hmm. who was for me. When people ask like, who is your idol, whatever, he's my idol. Really, hundred uh, percent. Hell a yeah, guy who just. Lived life in at, at its limit, tested himself, tested the piece people around him, and worked his his butt off. Had some natural talent, but mostly was just the amount of work and effort he put into his craft. I value that every day. Um, he died 1994 in May in a terrible accident uh, on track, and 1994 July summer World Cup kicked off in the U.S. and Brazil won. So I had my low moment of him dying and my up moment of Brazil winning. Then we had a few good World Cups after that. Brazil did pretty good. That was where my passion for soccer really connected. And that was my thing. And, you know, it's it's kind of stuck with me after that. You played I lived, soccer growing up. Played soccer growing up. And then, so I lived in Uruguay, lived in Ecuador. Uh, so I lived in Uruguay five years, in Ecuador three years, then moved to the Philippines. That's where I decided to play rugby bigger story <laughs> messed up my knee but um yeah, i would have so, played for the brazilian squad if it wasn't for that damn rugby injury yeah well you know we can all have our dreams uh but no look i think ultimately at the end of the day i probably wasn't good enough probably was, never was good enough but i do think that my passion for the sport my passion for the environment around it and what i 
to, to, to you know, pat our own backs here, okay? And pat Andrew Vasiliadis, who's the chairman of the club. Um, what loyal, what we're trying to do is be a representation of San Diego. That's what I bring. The reason I connect that to where I come from is because in Brazil, in Sao Paulo, you have, I don't even know the number of teams within the city of Sao Paulo. They're all competing against each other. There's no franchise nope. rights and no one else can put a team here. It's I. They all started as representing their community, yeah. representing their neighborhood. I right? think people don't realize, so, people don't make that connection here in the yes, States because yeah. we don't because have that. It's, a, right. it's, 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 it's marketing, right. it's, it's corporations, it's big money, it's capitalistic. And, and you're given your rights mm -hmm. and you got to go meet the people yeah. versus over there. It's like free for all. You got to compete. So, so much that in my Only own, the in strongest my own house, survive, for sure. my dad is a Palmeiras fan, Oh shit. right? And he was diehard. He's, you know, Italian uh, ancestry. Palmeiras has been a big Italian team. Like we were focused on this Italian neighborhood. I was a Sao Paulo fan because Sao Paulo connected for me. So talk about like teams representing their community. I, f my connection was to Sao Paulo. So even within our household, that was that fight, right? Of like two teams inside of the same neighborhood. I think of rabbit of fans, city. man. I think of Brazilians. You motherfuckers are rabbit as fuck when it comes to your squads, crazy. man. When it comes to UFC fighting, when it comes to <laughs> when it comes to when it comes to surfing, when right. it comes, I feel like you guys are like next level, top notch rabbit. It's just just like you guys there's, are passionate. There's an obnoxious part of it too. I'll be honest. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Needed, you know, right? It's needed. Um, but you know, it's one of those things that we we believe in it. We live it, right? 2002 World Cup, I'll never forget. Games were at 2 a.m. Yeah. Everybody stayed up. Everybody stayed Japan, up. Japan, South at 2 Korea, people were coming over to my house and we were having parties every morning exactly. at 2 a.m., bro. Exactly. That's the that's the beauty of the World Cup, right? And we like, stayed up and we watch down. all the matches, right? you know? Right. right, Were you sober? Probably not. Probably but, not. But, but, <laughs> but, it was, but it was an amazing time. And so that's where the passion comes from, but it comes about representing the community. And so that's what I love about this club. Because we're trying, you know, when people, like, I've got a lot of questions and I know it's coming. MLS, what do we want to be? How is it going to grow? Where are you going to play? How often like, do you get that thrown at you? Every, every single conversation. Oh, every single man. conversation. But it's it's not about that. No. It's about representing the community and being as big as the community wants us to be. If you look at- You guys the, are cultivating that culture right now. We're, we're trying, we're over time, but cultivation takes time. Oh, for sure. You got to plant the seed. You yeah. got to water it yeah. every single yeah. day. You got to nurture some. it. There's cloudy days. It hurts the development, yeah. right? So like, it's just, it just takes time and we're doing it over time and it's about representing. And so like, and the beauty challenge of San Diego is that San Diego is diverse. San Diego is very big, you know, just geographically. And then lots of different cultures out here. So like it's it's part of finding ways to connect to every different community and celebrate them, bring them into the game, try it out, try the experience, see how different it is from other experiences. And then find what's your connection moment to what we're trying to do. It's no coincidence, Ricardo, that anytime there's a football match, a World Cup, it's international friendly time during EPL or overseas games. It's no coincidence that San Diego consistently ranks in the top three yep. of viewership yep. of football matches here in San Diego. Yep. We are a melting pot of cultures here, man. The yep. Brazilian culture out in Point Loma, Mexican culture, all of us down here in the South Bay. Right. You know, you get the hard Italian uh, culture. There's, it's so much and it's so much passion and it's it's that ethnocentric pride, you know, oh, I'm from I'm from Spain, I love, right. I back my team. I'm from Argentina, I do this, or I'm from Mexico and this is my squad. Right. You put that all together and here it's like, 
go in. And, and I can only say this because I've been overseas to watch a football match, and I came back and I'm like, shit, okay, right. we're not that far off. You know, I, no, I, I, like I see that I see the passion. Obviously, there's a big disconnect between the EPL, EPL, MLS, and USL, and all those things. But the fandom aspect of it, right? We're not that off. But it's but it's a matter of time. Mm -hmm. The EPL, the Brazilian league, Mexican league, like they've all they have a hundred years. <laughs> to the Mexican league too. Yeah, that's a whole different. But, but that's what I mean. Like they, they all have a hundred years on us. 2019. My son is older than the team. So like. It takes time, and it takes time for people. Like the passion is here. Learning to walk, so learning right. to we're walk, learning to walk, getting right. potty we're, trained. We're just jumping in the pool. I can with feed myself. I can you know do it. Mean? Yeah, for sure. So it, it just takes time, and we're doing it. It's, You're the man for the job. It's gonna take. I think so. Tell I me about the so. Red Bull experience. What did you pull from the MLS experience that you apply on the regular here at the USL, or things that you know that you have to avoid? Be like, oh, I don't want to see that pitfall. Uh, that that's not gonna work for us here in, in San Diego. You know what it is. Full, full blown honesty here. Transparency. With Just letting staff, people know. Mm -hmm. with, with your players, with your goals, with what you're trying to do. Like, I think in today's world, we all live in the Instagram world, right? Where like, hey, look how beautiful this Instant picture. gratification. But nobody knows the work behind it. And if you tell people, hey, we're going to get there. But guess what? That might not happen for five, 10 years and you're gonna work your butt off every weekend. You're gonna wash underwear. You're gonna like scrape shit off the floor. Like whatever it is, there's gonna be a lot of crap for us to get there. But just be transparent about it. Some people are good, some people are bad. It happens. This, some this is not the job for one, this job for the other one. Some people are better than others. Like it's, it's all part of it. And I think that transparency is what the world lacks in general, but also being honest with each other of what we need to put in to get that result. Success is not built in a day. No. Nope. No. Nope. I mean, tell me you. Y even when you think you're on top, right. you're like, shit. Right. I got a lot to learn. You've built an amazing business. And how, we're grinding. How easy was that? Oh, man. I woke up one day and it was there. <laughs> yeah. Right? Exactly. Right? It's like, man, we grind, we grind Boom. towards being mediocre. We grind right. harder to being right. adequate. We have to grind out of our minds just to be good and satisfied and content mm -hmm. with what we're doing. So if you want to be excellent, right. no, I miss bro. You, not, not only is right. it your inner hustle for you personally. Right. It's surrounding yourself with those people that have the same vision, the same mindset, the same goal. Yeah. And I think you guys are doing that, man. Yeah, well, that's that's the key, right? It's like we have some key people in our leadership that believe in what we're doing. Andrew leads that up for us, that believes in, believes in San Diego, believes in what we're doing. Landon, mm. all of our leadership team, these are very high qualified individuals that lead their departments who know what they're doing, are trying to prove a point prove themselves a little bit i'm trying to prove myself i haven't done this job before but what, what was the I'm role at red bulls i was technical so i ended up i started as a team administrator okay. which is like doing all the administrative of the soccer operation so hotels preseason. then i grew into like contract negotiation and scouting and overseeing medical Hell yeah. and ended up as the technical director that is awesome years. man that is Look, an amazing resume of things I, to do I, I i loved it i i grew a lot i learned a lot um you fell a lot i fell a lot uh we had a lot of change in general managers and sporting directors which gave me opportunities to grow big I'm spotlight on you guys for. big spotlight on you guys we, we did well. look you know our my last year there we won supporter shield the year before uh, we did very well as a team, but it was meant to move on. That's part of life. You take those victories, you you, you tuck them in Absolutely. your back pocket, and you, then you embark on a new adventure for you, yourself. You man. learn, right? That's the key thing is like learn something and move on. 
to your point of like, what do you bring here in learning? Like, that's that's key, man. If you're, if you're always learning, no matter how successful you are. You're in your learning. role, in your role right now, Ricardo, mm-hmm. what does that look like on a day-to-day basis? You show up, you know, after after the match, day one post post match. Mm-hmm. You know, you came back from Orange County. You, you shook everyone's hand in the bus, the party bus that went up to supporters group that went up north, and they come to the brewery, man. They're like, hey, we're going up north. We're going in a in this little party mm-hmm. bus. Mm-hmm. Load us up with beer. I'm like, yeah, let's go. It's all you. Absolutely. Day one, back in the office. You're back in on Monday. What does that look like for Ricardo Campos, president of the San Diego Loyal? So first thing we do is we have a Monday morning meeting. All staff talk about what do we did right, what do we did wrong. Grow loyalty moments. You know what grow loyalty is? Oh, go ahead, tell me. So, um, what we try to do every day, trying to fight, figure out what's a simple sentence, simple mantra to follow for all of our staff to make decisions. It's grow loyalty, develop relationships, and so first thing we do is we talk about that. Talk about what did we do in this past game that we grew loyalty, either with a fan or with a with a team member, with a player, with a um, partnerships, community partner, a marketing partner, whoever it is. Talk about like wh- how did we develop a relationship? And so that's that's my first goal is like review what we did right, what we did wrong, how do we improve? And then it becomes a mess of like everything else <laughs> that we have to do. <laughs> you guys are grassroots. Yes, you, you guys yes. are legitimately tapped into the communities. Yes, I see yes. you. I see you in the South Bay. Okay. I see you in what Chula Vista. What are we doing wrong? What are we doing right? You're not doing anything wrong. What you are doing, you're not doing anything right. You're not doing anything wrong. What you are doing, <laughs> what you are doing is planting a seed. Yes. I see you guys down here in Chula Vista. I hear the chatter and then people mm-hmm. come up to me and say, what's going on here? What's going on? I don't know, but I see them a lot more than I did before. And it's like, I, and it's like I get it. Like we've mentioned, it's like we've been, hey, I don't know if you heard, there's been a pandemic. Shit's been shut down. Things <laughs> have has. not been normal lately. And it just, it you know? keeps coming. I had my first. Mm-hmm. You just got COVID. I yeah. Got my first. Yeah. We were supposed to do first. this like uh, last week. We were. Yeah. We were. Then Ricardo decided to. I'm going to get COVID real quick. Right. I'm just going to try that. <laughs> you parted a little too See hard at OC, bro. You parted a little too <laughs> no, hard. No, I didn't go. That was OC. prior to. Yeah, that's right. That was prior. So I went to Louisville. Louisville. Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, for for you know ownership meetings and mid year meetings and we talk about all the things we're doing right and wrong and how do we improve the league. Uh, but what I brought back from that was COVID. No, yeah. just kidding. <laughs> and uh, a wealth of information I, and COVID. Yes. So <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, got that. Uh, yeah, that was not fun. That Before, was not fun. Was I want to touch on USL. I want to touch on, on the state of the USL and and the loyal and how it works. Yes. But I want to highlight you for what you're doing in the South Bay. Thank you. What you're trying to do. Yes. You're paying attention to it. Already, off the bat, oh, victory. Nice. Victory right there. You're paying oh, attention nice. to it. I don't know if you knew, there's a hotbed of talent down here. Right on border towns, bro, border towns, whether it's baseball, football, or soccer, border towns, there's, there, there is a plethora of talent down here. And then when I was younger and I played long, long time ago, I used to play in a team called the Rebels, you know? And we would train and we'd do good. good and, then they, and then they would let us train on the, uh, when it first started, the Olympic Training Center. Like they would take yes. our squad over and they'd let us train yeah. over there. And we got to see players that were at that point, U18, you know, you, 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 you 16. And we were, we were in like high school, high school age playing club. And you saw Kobe Jones. That's how old I am. Like mm-hmm. I saw Kobe Jones. Oh shit! There's Landon. Oh fuck! From Redlands. That guy's good. Right. He's from like Redlands, and he's fucking right. down here playing. You know, Southern California. Yeah, man. and it's like oh, and you get to see, and after a while, you're like, oh shit, we're all we're all from down here. You know, we're we're, we're all from down here in San Diego. We're, more importantly, we're all from down here in Chula Vista. Right. And then as I grew up, now I'm like, oh shit, Polarillo. Oh shit, there's Guido. Mm-hmm. Oh, there, oh, 
Chula Vista, man. If you hadn't paid attention, you're definitely paying attention now because there's a lot of talent. 100%. What is your intention with my first city, Ricardo? My intention, our intention, is to continue to develop that relationship. It's continue to find reasons to connect, reasons to develop a connection, a commitment to ourselves, right? A commitment to the community. The talent here, like you just said, is immense. But how can we help beyond the talent? How can we be become part of it? So we're doing little things. Uh, we train here. Right, we've become one of the key partners for Chicano Federation. Mm. We put them on the back of our jersey. beautiful jersey, brother. I, beautiful I, I, I jersey. Agree more of credit to Andrew, uh, chairman for the club. He hints of 1994 kind of El Tri, bro. It's so, got it's got those hints of the El Tri like yes, jersey, man. Yes, it does. So like, it's it's finding those little things to find the connection and just being part of it, finding the events, being part of it, being present. COVID threw a curveball on that. Like, which events still happen, which events don't, right? Like, that's a whole challenge. Um, Breaking but, but, news. I feel like all events are happening now. I feel like that's yes, how you, I think that's yes. how you got COVID. I think we're <laughs> fucking back to normal now. And it's like, wait a but, second, but hold up. But that's the thing. All the events are happening, but it's like, you don't even know which ones are happening, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so there's so many different things. So we're just trying to be part of it, make people aware, finding the connections, pushing our staff to like learn Spanish, do more things in Spanish, be part of it. Like that's that's part of it. I like lucky enough. I lived in Uruguay. I lived in Ecuador. Learned Spanish as a kid. Um, my Spanish is funky. It's is it really? Like, it's it's like uh, Argentino, Uruguay, Ecuadoriano. Like the next three minutes will be brought to you strictly in Spanish by Babel. A ver, Ricardo, cuéntame, cuéntame, por favor. <laughs> dime, 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 dime. ¿Jugaste fútbol entonces? Te madreaste la pierna. Jugué, jugué fútbol desde desde chico, desde desde niño. Uh, pero desafortunadamente, bueno, en verdad. Jugué fútbol toda la escuela. Me, me encantaba. Jugaba. Lo que más me encantaba es, es el break, lunch. Eran 60 niños jugando fútbol. Pero For you speak Spanish like a champion, bro. You speak Spanish like no, a no, champion. No, it's, 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 it's normal, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's got a weird accent to it because it's like a Spanish. Welcome to San Diego. Like, there's right. there's right. different dialects of Spanish right. here in San Diego, bro. You 100%, know? 100%. There's Mexican 100%. Spanish. There's Central American Spanish. There's right. South American right. Spanish. There's Spanish from fucking Europe, bro. Right. And, and it's like all here. Spaniard Spanish. Yeah, that's a whole. Like, that Catalan, that's all. It's like, oh, man, please speak. Please stop. Please stop speaking that Spanish. You created this, but you messed it up. Like the English. Oh, go ahead. They, they might have created soccer, but they don't know what they're doing. Damn. You didn't come Sorry. on here to make friends today, huh? <laughs> Hell no. No, no. Love them. Love the love what they did, but um, I'm glad. I'm glad. The, I don't know if you saw it, but the European women, um, Europe, that was amazing. Uh, the like, three highest ranking uh, attendance in all of Europe. But I'm going to give a little bit of shit because... People didn't pay attention to much as Copa America just finished too. And there Copa was America a team who won. I don't know if you heard. There I was a Brazilian team who won. Eight here, out Campos. of nine. Here, let me oh, just yeah. let me just give props go to our ahead, Brazilian go ladies. Ahead, go a little ahead, bit. go ahead, go ahead. Eight out of nine. We're not the US yet. I agree. Kudos. American women in soccer have been amazing. Shout out Shannon McMillan. She gave me some crap yesterday. Uh about her medals. Superstar. Superstar. From where? I've been on here, dog. I've been on the pitch with her, dog. Right? She she she, 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 she nutmeg you? No, she wanted me on her squad. She's like, I need oh. you on my team. I'm a bully on the pitch, man. Okay. I'm a bully. Okay. So, well, not anymore. I feel like, you know, you reach that age in life. What's position? Ah, uh, striker. But you reach that really? age in life. Yeah. Are you that lazy striker who just sits up there? Are you, are, at are you 43, Ronaldo at 43, I am that. I am Ronaldo you're number Ronaldo. nine. You're a, I you're poach. A United fan. Yeah, I, I hang tell, out there. I tell, I tell. <laughs> but, but as a striker in the early day, yeah, I was everywhere. But now it's a mm. different game. My mind knows what it has to do. My body just says... <laughs> 
Fucker, relax. You're 43 and you're over 200 pounds. Says, you yeah, get this tomorrow. You're, you're a 200 pound striker, dog. You're, you're not going to pull this off. Just, just That's sit fair. this one out. That's fair. That's fair. Which brings us to a nice transition. Okay. People sleep on what the me- women's leagues are doing around the world. Women's tournaments are doing around the world. Yes. People are sleeping on what USL is currently creating yes. and generating and the buzz. Yes. There's more to football in the U.S. than just the MLS. 100%. What is going on currently with the state of the US, USL and everything that you guys have planned, where it's come from? Give me a little bit of a background on that for people who don't know. USL has done an amazing job, and that's that's the tough part. It's like it's not just about, like, even when you look at, I go back to a lot of Brazil, right? Like what I grew up with. But Yeah, that's it's weird. Not, it's not just, <laughs> right, like super awkward. But it's not just about first division, right? It's about, like, everything else that is happening. And that's what USL is. It's second, third, fourth, fifth division of developing the natural development like process for an athlete, right? Like very true. It, it's having that like you start at the bottom and then you grow and you keep going. You gotta work up. for it. And it's the same thing with fans and cities and teams. It's that natural development growth over time. It's the same thing. The USL has done an incredible job. Been around for decades, decades. We have over 34, 37 teams around the country. That's awesome. Right? That's fucking and, awesome. And like we have we have a we were just in Louisville, so you know, just, just didn't just get COVID in Louisville. It was an amazing experience, their own stadium, uh, and a training facility. Like amazing things put together in Louisville. And if you ask me 10 years ago, Louisville soccer hotbed, ignorantly, I would have said no. I didn't know. Pero yeah, today, right now? Full stadium on a Wednesday night, 12,000 people <sighs> watching soccer. There's nothing more beautiful Chanting. than that, man. Chanting. Supporters. Groups. Unison. Amazing. The players Amazing. on the Amazing. pitch recognizing what's going on. 100%. 100%. Turning around, giving us 100%. the bow, giving us the hands in the air, giving... It's an amazing, right. it's an amazing interaction between fan and, 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 and player yes. Yes. right now going on. Yes. Yes. For those who haven't gone out there, man, I... I'm telling you, get your asses out there, go to a match, and you'll be like, oh, wow. And there's plenty of cool things to do prior around the neighboring areas yes. to go in there. We yes. went to a brewery called Deft, hung out, had some beers, cruised up, hung That's out with some uh, a supporter group. My, I'm a member now. Chavos de loyo, que pelo, cuñado. We're there hanging out, having a great time. Showed up, partied, You're had not a, a padrino, medicine. are you? No, 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 oh, no, 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 I'm not there yet, dog. dog. I, I had those guys got, on the got, on the podcast. Oh yeah, bro. Yeah, you, you know we got to grind for it. Okay. My first experience with USL, even listening to the name USL, I was in high school, and our high school coach was named Chugger Adair. Chugger Adair was at that point, I believe he played for a squad in Tampa. Because he, he had come up and he was like, yeah, I'll be your coach, but I also play in Tampa Bay for a day. So he was like going back and it's forth. It's grind, man. Yeah, I four I, jobs. And I might be confusing it because I don't know if it was high school soccer or if it was the club I was on with the Rebels. But bottom line, that's where I heard right. what USL was. And I started digging because I'm from the era of watching prime sports. You know, you watch, yeah. we would watch yeah. hand-picked football matches on prime ticket. Yeah. You know, you would get, you would get Eurosport in the mail. And for me, that was the fucking, you know, Eurosport in the mail, a fresh yeah. magazine. That was like, okay, what am I getting? Ooh, I want that duffel bag. Ooh, I want this United. Because back then it was Eric Cantona, bro. Oh, and for me, El Rey, I was like, I want that jersey. Ooh, Beckham, okay, I'll take that jersey. Okay, I'll, so that was my area. And I brought this forward. Wow. And not everybody around me had it. Everybody around me was either Chargers or Padres. Right. And then there's me, the weird kid that was involved with that too. But I would be waking up early or staying up late right, and watching watch overseas matches. Right. You know, like what are you doing? And that's that's part of the challenge, right? Like I think nowadays, because of the 
globalization of the world, like it's a lot easier to connect with those things too, right? Like you can watch every single Premier League game if you want. Touch your fingertips. Touch your fingertips. Four bucks. Yeah. Whatever it is. It's there. Whatever they're tricking you into. But like illegal streams. Go ahead, Ricardo. Tell me more about illegal streams and what you do. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever way you want, you can get any league, all games for, you know, whatever X amount of dollars. Like to your point before, you couldn't get that. You got a game or two here and it was, but they figured out how to monetize it all. And now we get a lot more, which is great. Will USL ever be viewed legitimately as a... I've always had the the idea and the understanding of what I would want from like the USL. It's like a like relegation based, you know, like you get into the MLS and it's like, okay, we're going to have to bring these clubs up. We're going to have to bring these clubs down. Pretty much, you know, the whole world runs on kilometers. We run on miles. The whole world <laughs> runs on relegation and, and, and you know, and, and leveling up and getting to the top tier. How realistic of a goal or if that's even a fucking goal, how realistic you know, of a view is that? So, so that's not like there could be a view of USL, but it could be like it's a US soccer thing. Yeah, right? like it's not just USL. USL could create it within itself, and it would be interesting. I, I like it. Again, knock on that. Thank you. I'm Brazilian. <laughs> you're Brazilian. You you're not from so, the US, so you would right, you would so, like so, that. So I like it, but I also now being in the business, understand the challenges around it, and understand the benefits that have also provided. The fact that there has been some closed systems and the amount of investment that allows for ownership and to go, I'm going to put this in, but I know that I'm not going to be worth a third of it if I drop down a division next year. That's true. Again, I go back to those leagues that we're talking about that have pro rel have existed for a hundred plus years. So they've been able to figure out those kinks, made broadcasting enough amount of dollars so that when you go up or down, there's a value with it and it justifies the investment. It's a cutthroat world. It is. And and <laughs> and that's part of like, you know, we don't want the NASL of the 70s. Love Pelé, but he came here, right? And like you had two Los teams, Cosmos. Right. You had two teams that were worth it and then no one else knew about any other Anyone team, else, right? correct. And so now you have MLS and you have USL and you have two very successful leagues that are stable and are valuing over time. I wouldn't rush to promotion relegation, but I would love it in the future. Yes, I would. I do think there is a value in it. But we all have to be sustainable enough to get there. My video game playing mentality growing up and all that, I would absolutely love that. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, when, when you remove the business aspect and the capitalistic aspect of it, obviously it's like, right. oh, that is awesome. But unfortunately, right. business plays a huge role in everything Survival. you guys do. And PL. Yeah, yeah right. man. It's like a balance you, sheet, man. You, and, it's and, it's, and it's real. <laughs> you know, you, got, you, you guys have two set of sheets, I'm assuming. All right. right all right, right. What did you do on the pitch? Okay, right. we give you this. Okay, what did we do? In the stands, give me that PL sheet. Okay, and then at the end of the day, okay, this is how we did as a whole. Not to be negative, Nancy, here, but Go if ahead. anybody wants to look at the San Francisco Deltas, it's a great example. Go ahead. It's unfortunate. Won the league, folded. How does Nobody that wants that. Because, how does that happen? Because there aren't enough rewards coming in for the winner. The only way you make that is if over time it's a business that's, that like supports itself where the winner and the loser can both live. And that takes time. It takes, you know, but the sport is itself in the country is growing. Soccer is growing more than any other sport. It's been growing. But that's it. Right. Yeah, it's, it's been growing. It's, it's been, been growing. growing since 1994. Yeah, yeah it's, it's been like, fucking right? growing. But but it's but it's but it takes time. Like anything in life, it takes time and it takes the seeds and it's developing. And we just have to be a little bit of pay, a little bit of pay. But at the same time, I'm gonna say this. Enjoy it. Yes. Enjoy it now. Have you been to an NFL game? Uh, yeah, 
Have I been to one since the Chargers left? No. How much does it cost you? Huevo. And you know what? And and not even the financial aspect. I remember not having kids, Mm -hmm. going to watch the Chargers at Qualcomm and thinking to myself, I would never bring my child to a football match, an NFL game. I would never bring my... Because I would just see what would go on in the encounters and the interactions. Like, when I get married or when we have kids, I'm never bringing my kid to a football game. You know? And that... Now that I've been to two USL matches, like I can't wait to take my kids to a match. See? I think that they would enjoy it. And that's why I say it, the same way I feel about the Padres, which is an unfair advantage because they've been around in San Diego since 1969. So they've legitimately had half a, uh, over half a century to establish what they're doing. Right. And I feel like just now it's all clicking. So when you talk about longevity and being consistent with, with the model and the plan and executing and, oh, here we are. Now let's be consistent with it. They're just now doing it. You go to a Padre match. This last, uh, what was it? It was against the Rockies. Juan Soto's first game uh, in a Padre. Thursday. And, uh, you, was it Thursday? Right. Best fucking, Wednesday. Best fucking game I have ever been to. I've been to, I've been to playoff mm-hmm. games. I've been all these. But as energy. it relates to energy right. and everything going on in that stadium, we didn't sit down the first inning, bro. There you go. That whole first inning from the first batter to the last out, everybody was standing and I was like, this is cool because I often compare it to going to a Toros game in Tijuas. You know, right, you go, you go right. watch a, you, you want to see what the fan experience should be like? Mm-hmm. Always go down south. Go to Tijuana. You want right. to see what a Padre game should look like prior to what it's now? Right. Go to Tijuana, watch a Toros game. Right. You want to see what a soccer match should look like prior to now? Right. Go down to Caliente. Check out a Cholos match. You know, right. the, uh, the ambience, the food, the drink, the energy, the supporters group, right. the merch, the involvement, yeah. the players. It's all there. I agree. You know, I went to the Loyal game. I saw Rossi Rock. He's from the South Bay. He took the stage at halftime. He sang. He did his thing. He performed. It's like, fuck. Right. What's going on here? This is this is like a, I, I see it. It's grassroots. It's tapping into the communities that you guys legitimately want to grow in. I'm like, I see what they're doing. They're, they're coming in our backyard. It's growing, man. With permission. You guys, yeah, you, we'll, 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 we'll make sure you get the, the, the permission slip sign. You're good. You're good. Uh, <laughs> I see what you're doing, man. I'm excited for what the loyal is. I'm excited you. for you, Canijo. You. I'm excited you. for you. I don't know anyone else in the loyal. I know the supporter groups. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know you guys. You know the supporters you. group. That's what you need to know. Who's your favorite supporter group? Go ahead, bro. Oh, oh hell yeah. Oh, hell no, yeah. That's Fuck yeah. No way. Let's go. No way. Give me your top favorites. two. Give me your top two. Who's your favorite kid? Uh, my middle one. <laughs> What's up, boy? You're fucked. Easy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're not going home tonight. Oh, man. Uh, no, yeah, no favorites. When I you love, go to sleep, you, you, you close your eyes and you're like, damn, that supporter group really ripped it tonight, huh? <laughs> yeah, there's one in your head, bro. No, no, there isn't. There, there, there's different, you know, the locals... Started earlier, yeah. Right, yeah, I have I have some relationships there that were back down in 2018, 2017, different iterations of soccer in San Diego. Like there's some d- deep connections, but I have a soft spot for for Chavos. Mm-hmm. Like uh, they they pocos pero locos, job. small right, but mighty. Right. But, you know, but they, they bring some amazing energy and, and flavor. I bang that drum. All. I feel like that's the drum I'll bang. Which one? You know, the Chavos are loyal. Specifically, they have a few. A few no, no, I'm few, just saying, metaphorically speaking, oh, okay. Mr. Gumbo. Specifically referring to I feel one like, of the drums. I feel like that's the drum I would bang okay. for me. That's like, fair. you know, well, I, I, I'm a fan of the locals. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan of the locals and everything they do, obviously, because... I got some some of the members in the Emo Brown Social Club are from the locals. And they've done an incredible job. They have their own flavor to it. Like that's that's the beauty of it. And that's what I love about continuing to bring travels locals together. Like 
this is about the community. SD Fiends, this is small, fiend, mighty. Right? Those are my guys, Part too. Part of the little thing. Those are Rainbow, my guys. Rainbow. Rainbow. Those right? are my They're peeps as well. Those are my peeps but, but as that's well. That's what I'm saying. It's the beauty of bringing all of those. It's, it's San Diego. You created this, man. Right? We. We. Yes, we created this. Look at that. We created I almost tried to cut you out right there. Yeah, like, no, 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 no. What you guys are creating is awesome. What you guys have been doing for San Diego for a, a soccer club. Yes. You know, it's it's amazing. Many, I, I say football and people shit on me. I was like, that, I grew up saying football. I grew up saying that, that's what I like, you know? I don't care. Yeah, I, I don't care. You don't? Damn. Two people. That your Brazilian shit is so into Your Brazilian shit is... <laughs> like, I don't care. Like, I think people get way too worried about words. Yeah. Like, yeah. enjoy. Semantics. Enjoy, enjoy the experience. Enjoy it. What can people experience? What can we expect going to a match? Wednesday. Going to a match on Wednesday. First off, kickoff time. What time should we show up? Where should we pre-party? What is the experience when I enter? What should I look forward to? Wednesday night, come 90 minutes before. Get in early. Grab a cerveza. Grab a little bit to eat. Mm. Get in early. Find your seat. Enjoy the moment. A little bit of warm-ups. We have a little halftime show. A little Ooh. bit different. Got a little DJ. Plays a little guitar. You told me. You told me. DJs. Let's go. Let's go. Halftime concert. Tickets are half off. On Everyone's smoking weed. You know, it's crazy. Oh, wait, no, no, no. Whoa, that doesn't whoa, have whoa, 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 <laughs> Maybe no, that was no, just no, no, section no. 109. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know anything about that. Uh, but great experience. Like, come in early. Enjoy the environment. Like, it's easy to park. It's easy to have fun. Like, and then once the 90 minutes start, just go with the vibe. Because if, if it's your first time, yeah. go with the vibe. Enjoy the moment. I'm taking people who it's their first time. I'm taking my That's kids. Okay. I'm taking That's wifey. Okay. I, I think they'll have an amazing time. I know they will. I really do. And bring them to one another. The beauty, beauty of what we think, what I think travels and locals are doing is they're making a soccer environment that is also a friendly family environment. That's hard. If you like marijuana. No, no. <laughs> You're like, how are you going to take something that I said so beautiful and just shit right. all over right. it? Right. And then you just twist it there. Look, it's legal. Oh, I'm not going to post man. it. But no, look, it, it, I think it's a friend. You guys got some killer food. You guys have food. some killer drink. You guys have a killer product on the pitch. Yes. yes. It's product all on the pitch. We have ambassadors trying to make make an experience out of you, making, making make sure that you have an amazing time. If you have a crappy experience... I'll share my phone number. Call me. No, you won't. I will. All right. I'm going to put it up on the podcast after this is done. Please do. I I will take every single phone call if it's a bad because I want to make sure we improve it. What is your biggest football experience, greatest of all time, whether it's a match, whether it's an encounter? What is it that you can look back on and be like, wow, this match was epic. It will forever be ingrained in my memory. This is going to sound. Here we go. Here we go. This is going to sound like typical, but I really mean it. Ronaldinho touched me. No, no, no. (laughs) Um, March 7, 2020. So left Red Bull. Look, it wasn't the best experience. I got fired. Nobody loves to get fired. Unless you're looking for it. Yeah, no. Yeah, I I guess you could say I was looking for it. Uh, No, I don't think I was looking for it, but I got fired. Moved here. Tried to get away from it, but loved it. So I was trying to bring a team here. Worked 1904, Soccer City, it didn't work out. San Diego Loyal worked out. It was created March 7, 2020. 58, whatever, 600, 600, 6,000 people at Torero Stadium. Whistle blown, game started. Let's go. I'll never forget that I was sitting at the top of Section 101 just watching that moment. That to me 
It hits. It, it's, Look what it's I've special. done. Look what we've no, created. No, Look what we've created here. It was just here. like my belief in the city and doing it here is real. Mm. Well, let me tell you. The city will never let you down. I the, agree. The community will never let you down. I agree. Nine times out of ten, it's going to be the, the club that'll let us down. Whether it was we, the Padres, whether it was the Chargers, whatever it was, you we, know. We're, we are all, and when I say that, I just don't mean loyal. We are all trying to change that. Go ahead, bro. Right? Oh, shit. Are we not? Damn. Look what look at the week the Padres just had. Why am I excited to go to the game on, on Wednesday now, bro? Why am I excited? I got my jersey. I got my nice little jersey, man. My, my, my Chicano hair. I'm ready to go. A big game. I'm ready to big go. Game. Big game. Another three points. We got a big game Playoffs tomorrow. Coming. We do. We got a big match tomorrow. That's a big match. That's a big match. Number one, San Antonio. What are you doing here? You should be like fucking. I can't make them better. That's lighting candles. Fucking doing the rosary. Doing dude. Like it's what you do. It's not about like the candles you light. I'm sorry. How's Landon as a dude? It's amazing. Yeah. How's Landon as a leader? Incredible. How's Landon as a coworker? As a a coworker, great as well. Got to be honest. Like, and I'm not trying to sugarcoat this. I'm really not because I'm very transparent for good or bad. But he's somebody who was always, and this is what I ask of people, just try to listen to others and be transparent. And I think that's the hardest part for a player when they become part of the team to be able to understand, like, you don't know everything. It's a tough transition. You played, you played, sure. You spent 20, 30 years on the field, very focused on what you were doing, but he's very willing to learn ticketing, partnership, community, operations, even soccer Man, ops. First being, you learn the game, then you learn the rules, then you take right. it all over. Right. And so, like, he, he is a very good human being. He he gets what it takes. And that's the part that I appreciate the most. He's just willing to listen and ask questions. That's not easy. Somebody who's done that at his level, to be able to, like, take a step back and go, I don't know everything. Dude, he's taking it to the top's level. Right, that's what I mean. Like, you know what I mean? And, and at the same time, he can take a step back. So I, I, I appreciate what he's doing. I appreciate what he's done with us and his commitment to, to this club. I love what you guys are doing. I love what you're doing. It's been an honor to sit down and pick your brain today, Thank Mr. You. Campos. Thank you know, you for having me. At the brewery, at Emo Brown, in our social club, whatever we can do to help support and, and grow what you guys are doing. Never Give us a chance. Oh, always tap in on us and let us know what we're all about. I'll see you on Wednesday. I look Absolutely. forward to it. Absolutely. You know we got the, the we, we've got the uh, the viewing parties at the brewery at the okay. bar at the Elwood whatever you guys need from us don't hesitate to tap in we got you parting words from the all knowing Ricardo Campos from Brazil all know, I know from Brazil you had to go there um, just thank you San Diego keep giving us a chance ladies and gentlemen Ricardo Campos San Diego loyal thank you.